0: You are now listening to T2B Podcast, where we hashtag real talk the gay experience from top to bottom. From top Top to bottom. From top to bottom. Top to bottom. 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 (laughs) (laughs) What should we call it, Jeff? Like, should it be like man to man? I don't know about that one. Man to man. (laughs) It's already a man to man podcast.
1: Um, Can a heterosexual guy experiment with another guy and still be straight?
2: Hey Andrew, would you like to begin? I think the short answer to that question is yes. I'm sure there's a lot of of backloaded uh, identity issues. I personally don't think that there is a problem with it.
0: Can you elaborate more on like when you said like back history? Yeah, right. So
2: it's really interesting being given the ability to talk about something like this because there's probably a lot of questions that people have, or uh, the the people in the situation might need to go through in order to feel that that's okay. I think it it has to do with uh, it's not
3: a black or white kind of answer. I think there are some elements th- that are involved in in this process too, like because I, I'm thinking about my friends who are straight who had have um, you know messed around or kissed another guy and I don't know what else, and uh, that's why I think about it as, as, as the, first of all the frequency, you know, how often does it happen, and uh, and the the part about you know I think like frequency leads to pleasure and the pleasure leads to you having feelings for someone and I think that's really what defines you as as a homosexual is that emotional part.
2: There's probably a lot of hang-ups between sex and identity and emotion that are still difficult for a lot of people to process and so I love that we're starting to unpack these questions into like segments and I also feel as if the original question itself is quite interesting because it insinuates that people would be gay or straight to begin with? I actually feel as if when I when I answered the question it was that I'm mainly straight orienting because that's a way of that's the way that society has told us we are We're like ones or zeros, yes or nos whereas actually I think straight is just one end of a spectrum of attraction to another being. Yeah, I find it
3: interesting that you bring the intimacy into it because if I was asked this question. Jeff, before I met you, you know, before when my friends were in the closet, I would say, yes, if you kiss a guy or if you sleep with a man, you're gay. You know, I grew up in, a, in Colombia where homosexuality was seen as pretty much as a disease, I would say. I remember my uncles saying, if there's something wrong with you, it's because you're gay. Mm-hmm. I, I always knew that that was not the case, but I was never exposed to... I didn't have any gay friends at the time. And I, I also noticed on my friends... They also changed their minds as they had gay friends. They also changed the way their outlook toward it. And, it and even questioned their own sexuality. As a straight man, that is a question that you don't even ponder about. You don't even think about it. You know, when I was 21, I'm like, I don't even want to think if I'm gay, mm. right? I, I want to avoid that question as much as I can. Was it a fear? It, I think it's a fear because, you know, for me, again, growing up in a, in a society where uh, being gay is wrong. And I didn't even want to think about it. In fact, when a, a good friend of mine uh, came out of the closet and we were in college, you know, I started thinking, shit, am I gay?
0: <laughs> Why? Do you want to give him a blowjob or
3: something? <laughs> <laughs> and, but, you know, I started thinking, really thinking, am I attracted to men? I mean, I really asked myself that question in a sincere in a sincere way.
0: But then, so like, what does that look like then? So then do you open up your computer and like look at gay porn? Like really for a straight man, how did you actually question yourself? Um, Andrew,
3: since you, you haven't spoken in a little while, would you like to tackle this one first? <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice. <laughs> Pass the ball. <laughs> I, think, I think you make a really good point because all of, all of what you're saying is in some way, shape or form, identical to the questions that have come up in my life, where I'm seeing instances of homosexuality, and I'm seeing friends who happen to have explored or opened up or come out of the closet in the past. And so it starts to make these questions more relevant. Do I have a capability to do it? Or have I been gay all along and didn't really realize it? Mm. And so that you're putting yourself in that position. Stefan, I like the question, but I also find it to be kind of limiting. So like, how do you find out that you're gay? Or how do you find out that you're not gay? How do you solidify that? I don't think it's as easy as just like opening up a browser tab and being like,
0: yep, nope, this doesn't work. No, 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 no. I'm not saying how did you figure out that you're gay or straight? I'm just saying what are the different methods of seeing what that is? Is that physically going over and having experience with a guy? Is that looking at porn and seeing if that makes you hard and questioning that? Like, you know, like what, what, or is it like being at a
1: gay bar and having someone hit on you and that feeling or?
0: I have a
3: Uh, Something that I, I guess, tried, I will say. So I was talking to my friend, right? And for some reason, he was telling me... We were having this conversation about how he ended up realizing that he liked men. He told me when I look at porn, straight porn, I look at the man. I don't look at the women. That's what he told me. And then that actually got me thinking. I'm like, okay,
0: what do I look at when I look at porn exactly? (laughs) Male heterosexuality is super fragile. It's like this egg that you hold. And so if it drops on the floor... And everyone sees that it's dropped on the floor, you're fucked. So, like, a straight guy can't, you know, go out into society and go, Hey, I go and have sex with men, but I'm still straight. Because what you guys are talking about are proving that, that being a straight man is the part of the emotions, the 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 relationship and all that other stuff, which I do not have with a woman. Right. So like that has confirmed for me, this is why I'm gay. However, I can have sexual experiences with women. I find on the other end that that doesn't happen for straight men. Like, you know, just kissing a guy and be like, you know what, for, for one second, regardless of what happens, I'm just going to kiss another individual, just strictly the physical. Uh, it's, it's like a, a hardwired into
3: your brain that it's such a taboo it's like you cannot even it's something it's untouchable you cannot you're crossing like this line that that you can't
1: (laughs) you know is this even something that you guys like can talk with other straight guys about like have like the the topic of sexuality well
2: Juan will be the first one what I mean is Juan is probably the first person who is straight orienting who's open enough to talk about this with me because you don't find a lot of, of straight-orienting men who want to open that up. Like, there's the opportunities to do that aren't just, like, on a daily basis or even, like, a weekly or monthly basis where someone goes, you know what, I haven't had a good thought think about my sexuality recently. Like, it, it's just not something that, I guess, men who operate in that space do very often.
0: But what are you waiting for?
2: Like, why not break it up? Well, to, to answer that, I don't necessarily think that people would want to talk about that unless they are interested in speaking about it.
0: But this is what I'm saying. It's like if men are sort of walking around each other having that thought, then the conversations won't happen.
2: Yeah, I guess the answer to that is I don't know if they are or if it's just me because I am someone who's accepting of that conversation
3: i i haven't had a conversation like this in years i mean maybe maybe 10 years with another straight man i mean andrew
0: what is the fear is it like if you bring up this conversation you being the one to start it with someone else that you will forever be looked at by that person as maybe being gay like what is what is the problem of just talking about it okay let me add to this then i have quite a
2: presence about me physically and then i also have quite a, a charisma what i'm saying is. My charisma and my physical presence don't always match, so I might look a certain way, but I might actually act a very different way to some people, uh-huh. and so I tend to to attract that that presence of let's not talk about things like that in front of this guy because he seems very standardly, you know, straight or very much like this masculine presence. I
3: understand that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right. So so then then opening up the dialogue with people. There, there are certain people who can recognize you quicker and there are certain people that take a little bit of time opening up. What I found to add to your question is that when people start saying, like it could be the smallest little remark or it could be um, a look or a joke or it could be a, a way that they act. And instead of allowing that thing to pass, I might actually throw out like a little bit of a spark to add to the fire. Like someone says like, oh, yeah, he's my best mate. If he wasn't a dude, I would totally marry him. And then you can kind of like, you have the chance in that moment to say like, oh, right, that's something I internalize. Or in that moment, you say, well, he's a pretty good looking guy. Why don't you do it? All of a sudden, you've opened up the dialogue in a in a very playful way. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully, people can, can kind of chime into that and you start having this conversation. But that's really the only way I've been able to kind of like navigate around the topic without specifically dropping into a conversation, but hey guys, let's talk about sexuality today. Like it's it's just something that doesn't happen much. Does that immediately get uncomfortable? <laughs> Not for me at all, but, but you can see the people who can get uncomfortable and I've had the opportunity to meet a few people that already bring their presence to me that way and I, automatically I can realize this is a person I can be comfortable around because they get the fact that identity is, is loose and it's playing with those those lines rather than a sturdy rigid structure of who that person is
0: I'm not a person who like I mean I know other gays who will actively go out and try to find straight men to convert and for me I'm not about that and I'm very I'm someone that I find that straight men um I'm a very safe person you know what I mean because I just happen to talk about sex in a physical sense and very openly and the straight men that I have had um sexual experiences with it's like this freedom that i i i can physically see and i've been with i I want to say about maybe five straight guys in that moment of like them doing that i don't even know how to process that and i wish that more straight men would give themselves that experience you know you know i had the i had an interesting conversation with a girlfriend of mine here
3: we were talking about threesomes and she was telling me i was like of course i would like to have a threesome with two women and myself and she asked me and you would like the girls to kiss each other and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, of course. And he said, what about you, two guys and a girl? And you do the same. You will kiss the guy. Mm-hmm. And you would. And I thought, you know, and <laughs> I, it, <it's... laughs> she was saying, okay, so if, if you expect, let's like, say your girlfriend to kiss another girl and to do things with another girl, don't you think your girlfriend should also expect for you to kiss another man? The door swings both ways. And uh,
2: I, it, it should be okay. It should be okay. I love that answer. It should be okay. So I totally understand what you mean, though. It's like there is a lot of of the context that feels like there's a lot clouded in that area. And um, I think what you're, what you're saying is absolutely is absolutely valid to add to Stefan's point too. There's there's this feeling like you know why can't more men just experience that? Um, I think it comes down to what that construct is that that kind of made Juan say it should be okay, like of course it is okay. Like if we just if we blanket statement it right now, it is perfectly acceptable for that to happen. Yes. The challenge is though you have uh, I would even go as far as to say uh, thousands of years of construct that tells you that it's not. Yeah, it's, it's, it's similar to uh, one of your
3: episodes. You guys were talking about. Uh, about, you know, guys and their butts, <laughs> stray guys, and how there are stray guys out there that wouldn't even let nobody get close. If, if, if women, even women in in relationships, they don't even. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know, I'm one of those people that I that area is sort of like a should
0: be untouched. Why? You know? even... Why? Do you understand that you have a prostate there? Do you understand the level of pleasure? <laughs> like, dude, though, no, for reals? Like, well, I have had.
3: Uh, girls asked me to to you know what i mean finger me or whatever yes <laughs> and i of, <laughs> i have said no to be honest with you but you know your podcast
0: maybe is changing my mind that eventually it will be okay you know yes <laughs> uh. <laughs> get yourself a douche and just some water put it up there clean yourself out
3: and girl go in it's interesting because I was thinking, like, when I listened, I, f- I forgot what episode that was. I think it was Let's Talk About Sex. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I was thinking I had said no to girls that when they have tried to do anything down there, you know? And then I really thought, I'm like, why have I said no? Mm. It's completely linked with the idea of,
0: of, of, of being gay.
1: So you'd be worried that they would think that, like, oh, maybe this guy isn't 100%
0: heterosexual, or...? It's a bigger population unfortunately, where I've had this conversation with my heterosexual girlfriends. And like, I find it to be damaging. Like they would say like, you know, if a guy ever told me that he'd been with another guy, I would think that he's gay, or I would always be fearful of the fact that he might leave me for a guy. And I go, ah, that's so wrong. Like that's unfair because you as a woman can bounce between these two worlds so easily and never have a moment where that's questioned. Mm. And that's unfortunate, you know, and like, Men live in that fear and for me it hurts because I as a man first, gay second, my experiences that I've had have been super privileged. For men there's this this rule book that you, it's not even that you've you've read it and been able to like figure these things out for yourself but it's like downloaded into your system. And it's like this whole concept of like trying to debug it because I find the two areas that like most straight men that I talk to do not explore is their nipples and their ass. And I'm like, as a physical person, oh my God, like, those are two major erogenous zones for men. How do you rob yourself of that experience? Even for yourself, even you taking your finger and putting it up your ass, like, why? Well, so I would even, I'd even go as far as to
2: say that I don't think it's being limited. I think people don't know. They're not given the chance to understand that this is an aspect of themselves they can be exploring. Mm. Because you have, you have a society and you have your family and you have, you have all of these constructs that tell you how you should be and what you should be doing and how you should be doing it. So therefore, you don't get the chance to explore those things unless you're really, really interested in exploring them. Mm -hmm. And so... So even going back, like if you link all of this up to the original question, which is, can a sh- straight guy have a an experience with another straight guy?
0: No, actually, I would say, can a straight guy l- allow himself to have an experience with another male and still consider himself straight?
2: Yeah. So for that question to exist, you have to assume that men are straight to begin with. And that's something that I feel like, if anything, I would want to debunk and say that I don't think anyone is straight or gay Mm. it's just we all we all live on a spectrum of sexuality and we just happen to be attracted to a certain type of person more than another as juan is speaking about people he's you know he's experienced um having conversations with these men may identify as straight they may identify secretly as gay but really when it comes down to it is they're exploring parts of their sexuality that they wouldn't have done otherwise so if you strip it with labels, it's just someone experimenting. And the, and the trouble with it all in that regard is that putting those labels on it, it creates a barrier that you then have to get past. Whereas I think people who are exposed enough to the idea that we all have a fluid sexual identity, the earlier you're exposed to that, the more you can explore with yourself in terms of what it is that you enjoy and how you want to enjoy it. Just in the past few, I would say like few years, not even, I've probably had more experiences with getting to know men that I have become more emotionally attracted to than I would have any other time in my life. Now, I I don't think about it physically and think I just want to, I just want to jump on that person and just like rip their clothes off. But there's a part of me that says, you know what, if I was to have a, a, a family unit that had that person involved, I could live with that person because I feel like I could love them. And they just happen to be, they happen to be a man. But the 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 way that we normally go about that is that person first has to be sexually attractive. That person is generally a woman because I am a man. And then love will grow from that. And therefore I will have an identity that is straight. And so if you flip that all around on its head and you say, okay, identity aside, let's take it all out of the question. There's just billions of people in the world. Which ones do you connect to? And then why do you connect to them? Is it because you have an emotional connection, a physical attraction? Maybe you have a spiritual engagement with them and you realize you know, these these people are, are in your lives for different things. And sometimes they happen to be there to play.
0: Yeah. Like Jeff and I have talked about this before. We're like, I, I think... The thing that you said, Andrew, of like the the, the word sexuality um, should be split. There's a sexuality room and then there's a sex room. Yeah. And so in the sexuality room, I totally understand that you, emotions, woman, that makes you straight. However, in the sex room, if you have an awesome vibe and we're great, let's fuck. Most of this conversation is
2: is either something I've already thought about or I've already explored. Mm. But there's what I find interesting is that you then, I loved, I love the question earlier, which was, have you talked about this to another man? And Juan is the first person I've had in the, in the room, like where I could actually relate it back to. So for me personally, I would assume that the reason why this doesn't happen often for me is that because I don't know how many straight men I can trust with this information.
1: Yeah. I, I would agree with that a hundred percent. Like a gossip trust. Like you're worried about them, like going and telling people. It's not, it's not about, it's not talking about people. It's there's, there's probably,
2: so thinking like, this is hard because thinking about this as a hypothetical situation is, is more difficult. Um, but there's, there's not a lot of space to be able to have this conversation outside of a confined, like chosen area. This is, this is one of them, this conversation we've already kind of opened up the space to be able to have this conversation.
1: Right. We've, I mean, Steph and I have like catered the conversation, of course, because we yeah. are really good friends with you guys and we know, you know, that you're accepting of us and we've had... Mm, but
0: I do this all the time. I mean, like, yes, Jeff, I, I honor the thing that you're saying, but I go out into the world and I'm like, hey, straight guy, like, are, do you play with your nipples? Like, do you not play with your asshole? Like, what are you, like, <laughs> what the fuck? Right.
2: So it's like, it is, it is funny. It is funny to think about that. <laughs> but also there's like, there's a level, I hate to say this, but there's a level of societal acceptance for you to do that because you're gay. Mm. yeah I agree on that so when, when a straight guy goes around being like hey do you guys play with your nipples and stuff like,
0: who the <laughs> fuck is this guy
2: <laughs> <laughs> like get this dude out of my face because there's two things one is I'm not gay so why am I talking about this and two is I might be straight so I'm starting to then break down their understanding of of what that means
1: so then it gets uncomfortable yes Right, it's it's all about uncomfortable.
3: Plant the seeds. Plant the seeds. <laughs> this is kind of interesting. I had a, a, a last week. I had a girlfriend of mine tell me that she licked her boyfriend's butthole. Right, but she told me not to tell him that she did. That she told me. Why? Like, I mean, this is what this conversation is about, right? Why? Why would Shell tell me? She was like, just make sure... Because shoot. the egg is broken. Right. He, he, yeah, then the egg, the egg is broken. Exactly. She was like, please do not... Don't even, don't
2: even mention that around him mm. because he's going to be embarrassed. So let's use this analogy then. Let's imagine all the men out there who are eggs. And then you have someone like Juan or myself running around going, guys, guys, I figured it out. You're just crushing eggs everywhere, just breaking <laughs> them left and right. People are like, who is this person? Get them out of the egg shop. They're really destroying our identity and what we know They're just about starting
1: a revolution
2: <laughs> <laughs> so so like I, I don't disagree with anything that's being said it's just like i I, th- I find the hardest part about talking about it is that i don't know who i can talk to about it and and when you have instances like this then it's great it's like oh right, there's another person in the room but then i don't necessarily think that that one being a straight orienting man is any different from anyone else I could talk to this about? It's just they come so f- few and far between,
1: and it's hard to identify that on the street. But maybe now, having had this conversation, uh, you know, in this safe space that is T2B Podcast, um, and maybe now you can, you know, talk about like, hey, I've had I, I had this conversation. Like, what do you think about this? Um, is this something that? Mm. You know, like <laughs> you maybe use use this episode as a kind of an intro. I do like that. Um, and the same to our audience. Use us. You know, we hope that you listened and we found this interesting, and then maybe you could take this home and um and and discuss it, talk about it.
0: And I'd, I'm I so I as we've been talking about this, I've been thinking about a specific situation uh, that I had been in this year. And part of me is is excited that the experience experience happened, but then part of me is disheartened about the experience in the aftermath and so i had had a threesome. Um, It was me, a straight guy and a girl and what was interesting in the formation of this particular pairing is that it was kind of safe in a way that in a situation where it's you know, um, uh, two guys and a girl, the girl is put at it, or at least how she explained it to me was that, you know, it's yeah, high five, we're fucking this girl. And like, they don't have any association with each other other than the fact that they're doing this thing to this girl. And that puts a girl in a very sort of emotionally unsafe position, unless she really knows the two guys, you know? So in the context of us having this threesome, I could turn on my gay part and we could girl talk, you know what I mean? So then there's a safety that was established between the two of us. And then in the times that the guy was uncomfortable, I could turn on the guy part and then be able to have these conversations with him um, about what's going on with him. And I'm gonna focus on him because this wasn't like a plant thing that happened. It just sort of happened. And so, you know, this might be TMI, but whatever. Like, you know, I'm giving this guy a blow job and he's enjoying it. And there's a moment where he's sort of like, comes out of the experience and then like he's like i uh, I gotta go use the bathroom and so when he left she was like "I i think he's uncomfortable and i was like what are you talking about like he was hard like he was enjoying it and she's like yeah but i think that was the problem and so when he comes back into the room we have this whole like all right let's stop for a second let's roll a joint and let's like smoke up and like talk however after we had sort of like got to the end I felt, and like I mean, I still feel this is that like he is like forever plaguing himself with that experience because he enjoyed it. And like there's nothing for me as the gay person who it's you know it's seen as like, oh, you're gay, of course, you're fine, you know, like sucking dick and 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 fucking guy or whatever. And it's like, yeah, but I for the first time felt really bad because he goes away into the real world, the society, and goes, oh my God, I enjoyed this thing. And I now forever have to prove to myself from now until eternity that I am straight. And yeah, that yeah, I... Yeah, he's, he's,
2: he's repairing his eggshell.
0: Yeah, he's going to be thinking about you for the next couple of years. But like, what eggshell is there to repair? Like, I, I as a gay man, I don't, I don't have that eggshell. Right.
2: There are people that aren't at that level yet to be able to put down that guard. Even myself, like Stefan, you've known me long enough. To, to have seen me grow from where i was to where i am now as a human being and even within that i still feel you are light years ahead of me in terms of that understanding of how people interact physically
3: i completely agree with you like even even i um I will consider myself to be progressive thinker in in these things i i i will still it will
2: be it will be hard but it doesn't mean that it can't happen it's just it's just having the people that can be there for you understand that it can take time and be supportive in a way that allows that openness to occur because I don't think anyone wants to feel as if they're they're shut down from an experience that they could have there's just levels of these things that need to be unpacked slowly because just like in any other circumstance with any other type of, of conversation because this is part of an identity that needs to, unhinge if you do it too quickly the whole thing falls whereas in some instances i don't want i don't want to overgeneralize this as well but for others others finding out what their identity is it's almost like you get to build the scaffolding partially yourself and so you might have a foundation and then you start building things on top of that and you realize this is me and i'm out and loud and proud in the world but for for someone who might not have had that experience growing up They've already got a building set in place and now understanding how to take it apart and dismantle it carefully is is hard for people to do without breaking down. It's
3: sort of like whenever you guys were trying to get out of the closet probably, you went through this process of, you know, you, you couldn't just do it at once, right? With your friends, you probably went to a, a group of friends, talk to them, talk to your family. I think it will be similar to the case for us stray guys to begin exploring that that thinking and, and
1: and you know i think it goes back to exposure as well i think um is with like the gay movement any movement you know once you get to know somebody who is then it becomes a lot easier to understand so if people start talking about it and having an open conversation about it the hope is that it will also become somewhat more normalized and it won't have the scary, um, different vibe to it. Right. Yeah. What we're hoping and what we try to do is to talk about these things so that people become also more comfortable talking about them as well.
0: Is this like, um, like, do you hope that these eggs could be broken, or is it okay with how it is right now? Yeah. I, I think with me, uh, yeah, in in regard to my sexuality with
3: like my girlfriend, yes, I think there there are some things that I need to open up to for sure. In 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 my um yes absolutely and i think that i think i'm closer than what i used to be uh 2 years ago mm-hmm. of, of of opening a little bit more uh to ex- experiment more things um i would also agree
2: i would say absolutely, 100% yes I'm, I'm, that this idea of the egg can be can be crushed um but but to have that as an experience that's a that's something well that goes into a whole nother level because i'm married and i have a partner and that conversation is still something that is evolving
0: and and how it how it's been playing out initially the I, the, the title of this episode was you mask bro <laughs> you mask <mess>, bro <laughs> but you know like the, the 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 feeling of what we're trying to create in this episode as we were going through the conversations and everything i was like the, the you mask bro doesn't match this and so I was like, "Oh my god, the episode title, it's called The Egg." Ah, yeah, The Egg. <laughs> That's And it's be- it's beautiful. And I want to say thank you. You know what I mean? Like I I really really appreciate the both of you being able to put yourselves in our safe space. Um, you know,
1: thank you for being open and 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 you know, having the balls to talk about these things that I think for a lot of other straight men are really uncomfortable topics
0: and you our audience hoping that you if you are straight to be able to have those conversations as well so you know you can always engage with us on social media so you know you can find us on um instagram facebook and twitter at t2b podcast
1: right this is a gay podcast but we obviously want everyone to listen so we want to hear all opinions um so yes, send us an email, um, at ask at t 2 com with any comments, uh, just to say hi.
0: And I would love to hear some stories, you know what I mean? Like we're, 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 we're definitely totally down to either pull you in for an interview if you'd like to be interviewed, um. You know, there's there's a lot of subjects we still haven't even begun to to dive into. But then also, if you've got some some stories that are related to this episode or any other episode, please, please feel free to get in touch with us.
1: Right. We'd love to hear. We'd love to hear your voice. Um, Like like we always say, um, we share our experiences that are unique to us, but we'd love to hear um, other people's experiences as well, since we know that we're not experts on everything. And in case you didn't know, you can get our podcast um, on iTunes, the podcast app for Apple, um, SoundCloud, and also Google Play. Um, Just search for T2B Podcasts and you'll find it immediately.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I guess this is bye for now? Yeah, and again,
1: (laughs) just one more reminder. Don't forget to rate us, share us, um, give us five stars, all that good stuff.
0: yeah. We love you guys.
1: Love you. Thanks for listening.
0: Um
1: bye. bye. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey. Marshall, Marshall,
2: Marshall, <laughs>